You're listening to the Extraordinary Everyday Podcast with Wendy Johnson, episode number five. Welcome to the Extraordinary Everyday Podcast, where women come to be inspired and motivated to become the best version of themselves and elevate the quality of their everyday. Now, here's your host, Certified Life Coach, Wendy Johnson. Hello, friends. How are you this week? Today, I want to talk about the topic of self-confidence and what it means and how we can generate more of it and why we need it. I think it's one of those topics that we can't speak enough about. So I want to start out with what is self-confidence? And I went to Google and it says a feeling of trust in one's ability, qualities, and judgment. So what does that mean? Well, that means that it's an attitude about your skills and abilities. It means you accept and trust yourself and have a sense of control in your life. You know your strengths and weaknesses well and have a positive view of yourself. And the problem I see when working with my clients is they believe they aren't self-confident because they have to have experienced what they're about to do in order to feel self-confident. What they're saying is they've taken the action and mastered the action, then they're feeling self-confident. And they're only self-confident in actions that they've previously taken. So if they are trying to do something new, such as I'm doing with this podcast, I'm a newbie. This is, I've only recorded five or four so far. And I had to have the a belief in myself and the self-confidence in myself to begin. It's not something that I obtain after I've done so many episodes. So I just want to make an important distinction between being self-confident in yourself, in your ability to figure things out and that you can get things done and you have a faith in your ability to try and not give up when things get difficult and you trust in your ability to do it even though you know how you don't know how to do it yet. You believe in your decisions and you honor that jittery feeling that you have in attempting new things. So when I think about the things that I've experienced and what I'm really good at, I feel confident in them. I've given myself the permission to be confident in certain areas and when you get good at one thing, you want to keep focusing on that one strength. But there's so many other areas of the life that we need to focus on periodically in different seasons of our life. And we lose confidence when we're not working on it, when we're not building it and maintaining it. And so the question is, what prevents us from feeling confident? It's when we allow confusion and doubt as a way to not move us forward. We truly believe that we can't do something. 
we say we don't know how, we haven't figured it out yet, we're going to think about it for a while. We're going to contemplate and come back to it at another time. The thing that robs us of our self-confidence is our thinking. It's our thought process about what we're thinking about. Let me use an example of one of my biggest fears, and that's public speaking. And I'm sure many of you would agree most of us are afraid of public speaking. We immediately go to that worst case scenario. Well, this is what we do. We think we're going to forget everything that we've planned to say. People are looking at us and they're not interested. They're on their phones. They're talking. They're probably thinking things about me, about the way I'm dressed, how I look. They think I'm a phony, think that I don't know what I'm talking about, and they're just going to hate my talk. I'm going to make a fool out of myself. I'm going to walk out and I'm going to trip on my shoes and I'm going to trip on my words. And I have thought every one of those thoughts because I've had a few instances where I've had some, some bad experiences. And it wasn't too long ago. I was at a networking event about, I want to say, seven years ago. And I stood up to introduce myself, tell everybody who I was, talk about myself for two minutes, and I was speechless. I couldn't even say my own name or my company name. I went blank and I could blame it on a number of things, but bottom line was I was thinking these thoughts before I stood up. And now I'm aware of what I'm thinking before I actually speak, that I believe in myself and I'm not going to fail. And there will be times where you're not going to be perfect. There will be times when you are going to majorly screw up. And I've done that many times on video. And I have to say, I just laugh and keep going. I just continue to speak. I don't give up. So what you're doing is you're doubting your own ability and you're doubting your audience and their reactions to you. And you immediately jump to the worst case scenario of a future scene that hasn't even happened. You're anticipating your thinking about what you believe you'll be thinking and robbing yourself of the ability to trust in yourself and believe in your capabilities. So please understand your self-confidence comes from your own mind and what you project will happen in your future. So what will help you generate more self-confidence? Well, to generate more self-confidence, you must know that you are worthy. You are worthy because you're alive. It is your birthright to be worthy. It's your God-given right. You're worthy as a human being and everybody else is worthy. Nobody is better than anyone else. So you can give up the comparison despair. We don't have to have approval from other people to feel worthy enough. We don't have to be special or gifted to be self-confident. And 
I'm sure you've run into a lot of people who believe they're self-confident, but they're arrogant. So how does arrogance relate to self-confidence? A person who is arrogant is boasting about themselves being more worthy than others. And that is so offensive and it's not attractive. Nobody is better than anyone else. But a lot of people try to build their own self-confidence by comparing themselves with other people. They want other people to fail and they want to be able to show that they're performing better. They want to see other people make mistakes and give up and quit. They feel that that is building their self-confidence. But when you live from an abundant mentality, that everybody is worthy and deserving and nobody is better. And there's enough self-confidence for everyone. There doesn't have to be a lack of self-confidence for some in order for others to have more self-confidence. And there's an infinite supply of confidence to go around. The more self-confident one is, the more arrogant a person is They think that they're more self-confident by continuing to put down other people, hoping that they do bad, that they fail. They want them to sabotage their own success so that they can have their success. And this means you're coming from a place of lack, which is the opposite of an abundance mentality. It's a lack mentality. And there's only so much to go around. So how do you gain more self-confidence? Well, you get to know yourself on a deeper level. What is your opinion of yourself and your capability? Do you trust yourself? Do you believe you can have everything you dream about? So the more you know yourself and know what thoughts you're thinking, you can manage your mind and clean up the thoughts that aren't useful. Look at the areas of your life where you have self-confident thoughts and the areas where you don't have self-confident thoughts. The desires we have in our hearts are intuitive nudges, and we can either listen to those desires and pursue those desires with courage and forward progression, or we can sit in our doubt and confusion and ignore those nudges. So what is it that you tend to do? What must you be able to manage to express your self-confidence? And as you come out of and express yourself, you will run into haters. You will receive negative comments, negative reviews, You will have people who reject you, who don't approve of you. They're not interested in you. They say, no, we're not interested in what you're selling. They aren't coming from a place of confidence. You have to understand that they are coming from a place of low self-esteem and lack of confidence. So let's say someone rejects you and says no or speaks out against you in a negative way. The only thing that matters is what you make it mean. You have to be aware of what you make it mean to you. 
nothing or no, nobody can affect how you feel about yourself. You have your own back. You trust in your own beliefs. You can use it to disempower you and break down your self-confidence, or you can use it to fuel you and build up your self-confidence. You tell yourself that you believe in who you are and what you're capable of, and the only thing that matters is what you make it mean. You can make it increase your self-confidence that grows you into the next version of yourself. And know that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall short. You're going to do it imperfectly. You're going to have to be courageous to make progress. So it's progress over perfection. And know that you are worthy and capable of going after your dreams and desires and everything you want. So I want to give you some specific ways, seven specific ways to increase your self-confidence. And some of them are practices that you do physically or mentally. And the first one is your posture, the way you stand and sit. You want to stand and sit tall, ground your feet, and always feel the ground underneath your feet and keep your posture tall and your chest open. Roll your shoulders back, relax, take deep breaths. Recognize if you're breathing very shallow or if you're deep breathing all the way to your abdomen. Your posture can send messages to your brain to change the way you feel. Just be aware that imagine a string pulling you from the crown of your head, lifting you up, lifting everything up as you ground your feet down. And number two, practice presence. Practice being mindful. When you practice being aware of your awareness, you're able to observe yourself on the inside. And when you're observing yourself on the inside, you can also observe your surroundings with your eyes open, or you can observe the sounds when your eyes are closed. Close your eyes and feel the sensations in your body and notice and feel your breath as it's moving in and out. Are you mouth breathing? Are you breathing through your nose? Do you notice that the air is cooler on the inhale and warmer on the exhale? Notice all the sensations in your body. And that will allow you to become more aware of your thoughts. And when you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself and your capabilities. Number three is to build your capacity to feel energy. Know what it's like to engage in sensations of energy in your body so that when you do feel fear, those jitters or that racing heartbeat, you can reframe it as excitement because it's that same adrenaline feeling. It's, it's the same excitement energy that you get and just notice it and breathe through it. 
And number four is to exercise regularly. Exercise helps increase self-confidence because it releases endorphins in which interact with the brain and produces a pleasurable state in the mind. And this state will help you think more positive thoughts. So movement is so important every day, just a little bit of movement. Number five, visualize your future self. And this is what helps when you do have something that you're nervous about. You've already pre-imagined what you're doing, what you're saying, and how you're being self-confident. What are you believing about yourself? And what are you doing? How are you being? How are you acting? Visualize that picture. Take the time to do that before you have something that is a little frightful for you. And number six, give yourself permission to be in the process. Allow yourself to be a novice, a learner. Trust that it's okay to not do it perfectly. Progress rather than perfection. When you continue breaking out of your comfort zone, you're expanding your own limitations. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses, and we often only see the strengths in other people, and we exaggerate those, that they know what they're doing, they make it seem so easy, and I can't do that. And it's only because that's how we feel about ourselves, but we're not looking at our strengths either. We're looking at our own weaknesses. So we all have both and that's fine. That's who we are. Number seven, speak well to yourself. It's always nice to get feedback from other people. However, always seeking approval outside of ourselves becomes a trap. We don't have to seek approval from other people in order to accept what we're doing. So you want to speak to yourself with self-compassion and kindness and encouragement. Bottom line is this, a healthy sense of self-confidence is not something we achieve once and have the rest of our lives. Self-confidence will go up and down and it will take continuous work to build, develop, and maintain it. It's something that we continue to cultivate and we feel that we lose our self-confidence when we quit, quit practicing something. I have to tell you, I get the jitters when I haven't done something for a while. I've skied for years, snow skied for years and years. And the first day, the first run, and I'm up on the top of that mountain, I get the jitters. But also it's more excitement because it's one of the, my favorite activities. So I acknowledge that, that, oh, wow, I, I get afraid all the time, but I just recognize that I'm probably just overexcited, which I easily get overexcited about things. And I just have to tone it down, calm down and breathe and recognize that I'm going to be okay. If you want to be more self-confident in your life, your job, your relationships, your goals, the first question you want to ask yourself is, why am I not feeling self-confident? What am I feeling instead of self-confidence? 
And what thoughts am I thinking to create those feelings? And why am I choosing to think this way? And next, what you want to do is you want to check in with the opinion of yourself. What do you think about yourself in your relationship with your trust, your self-worth, your capabilities? That is important. And that's the only way you're going to generate more self-confidence and create the results you want is believing and trusting in yourself and your own abilities. I would love to hear from you. I hope that you comment and let me know what you're doing and what you're thinking in order to create more self-confidence. And until next week, have a beautiful one, everybody. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out More You, my community of like-minded women. We show up to create the highest version of ourselves and elevate the quality of our everyday along the way. Head over to ontracklifecoaching.com forward slash join. That's O-N-T-R-A-C lifecoaching.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there. And if you haven't grabbed your copy of the Mindset Makeover, head over to ontracklifecoaching.com forward slash makeover and get a copy that teaches and inspires you to show up as your most extraordinary self.